mostly men and women. For decades, we've been beaten, bashed and battered by poverty, hunger and starvation, deprived of basic education, proper healthcare, shelter, drinking water, basic infrastructure, the very basic of infrastructures that supports life and make life meaningful. We've been deprived by the failed ruling class who have only succeeded in lying to us. They've lied to us from the very beginning. From independence up till now, they've been lying to our faces. Lying to get votes. And at the end, when they get the votes, they abandon us to our fates. All they've succeeded in doing is taking care of their own personal needs. Catering for their big stomachs. Yes, you see them moving around with big stomachs. Catering for their own households even for generations after them. Children yet unborn in their families. Their children and great-grandchildren are looking for being taken care of. Why they leave the most vulnerable among us to live and die in hopelessness. Having been left to either fight to survive or die in poverty or die in hunger, it has become our collective interest to revolt. But why do we revolt in the first place? What's the need for a revolution in the first place? Our nation has derailed from the ideas of our founding fathers who entered this beautiful country with hopes of lasting unity and future prosperity. During the period of Nigeria's infancy, there were so many instances where breakup was inevitable. Like uh, during the 1967 Civil War, breakup was inevitable. We were almost disintegrated as a country. But uh, our patriotic fathers, like uh, Jacobo Gawan, and uh, other leaders saw a greater hope for unity and made strong sacrifices for the bitter war that left millions dead but we maintained our unity because of the hope that country will build a nation and look what we have today look what we've had for the years Decades that have passed. We have a government that is disconnected from its people. We have a government that doesn't listen. A government that doesn't care. A government that lives off our collective resources. A clueless government. And a government that is borrowing, borrowing, and putting our children and children's children in debt. The government that doesn't listen is a cause. But come to think of it, what kind of government sends its agents to kill its people, kill unarmed protesters, kill young 
men and women asking for their rights. Incarcerate activists. Incarcerate journalists who speak the truth and who ask the right questions. The story of the slain protesting students in Ekiti is still fresh in our hearts. Students who were killed for protesting could be your brother, could be your sister, your son or daughter. They could become someone's future husband, wife, fiance, fiance, someone's future father, mother, grandfather, or grandmother. But their lives were taken away by security agents who were meant to protect them. All of them simply for saying the truth. What is wrong in asking for justice? It's wrong for us to give accountability. As I show her, we're locked up for one hour and twenty days for saying we need a better country. But Agwa Yalimbo, the journalist, for exposing the rot in the government for a long time. There are numerous other cases that have been swept under the carpet. Nigerians have been locked up. Nigerians have been kept, incarcerated, been killed extrajudicially. Is it wrong to ask for justice? Is it wrong to ask for fairness? It's the kind of country we live in. A country where one cannot ask allow this cause to prevail, this plague of failed leadership to continue right before our noses, God forbid, my people, the time has come for us, we can't stand up against tyranny, against bad leadership, against impunity, against corruption, and against man's inhumanity to man, our leaders have for long taken us for fools. It's time for us to turn to favor. We need a total change of leadership style. A less expensive governance structure where people in the grassroots can feel the impact of leadership. Where accountability is a watchword. We need to know what our collective wealth is being used for. Our government side needs to be overhauled. Needs to be totally overhauled. The size of government needs to reduce. Their money they spend in governance needs to reduce. Their emoluments and benefits are too much. Just imagine a market that seven billion naira to renovate housing city. It is crazy. That seven billion naira go a long way in building health centers around the country. Go a long way in revamping the primary health sector. Go a long way in building primary schools, secondary schools around the country. It's going to renovate a house that is normally contributing to our lives. To hell with our presidential system. To hell with it. We fed better over the parliamentary system. So why just why do you even jettison something that works for the feeling system? For the presidential system. Copycats we are. Just copied something from the United States. That's more egalitarian. A country that's open, copied from them, copied their presidential system, 
kopi jantung Baru Transfer terulang loh Why take a system that is used to exploit the people? It is failing likewise. In a kind of cabinet system, otherwise known as a parliamentary system, all ministers are members of cabinet can be held accountable by the people. Yes, if you fail, your constituents know you and will vote you out in the next election. But what we have now is a system where the cabinet is more loyal to the Emperor of Presidents, the monarchical president, the Lord President. This system is anti-people, anti-democracy, anti-building, anti-building. Power needs to be devolved, for God's sake. Security needs to be devolved. State policing is something we cannot argue about. It's only wicked people that we see. Policing must be centralized. It is impossible that it is failing. Let's take a look at advanced economies and how they handle security. The main policy is so decentralized that even countries, counties or local governments, as we can call it now, own their own police structure and systems. But here in Nigeria, someone wants to sit in Abuja and control the policeman in my village. Learning on the job till he's transferred to another place. What good does he know? He doesn't know the culture, he doesn't know the tradition, he doesn't know the history, he doesn't know the his way, his way around the bush. He simply trade care. Turns into the criminals. He can't succeed. Taking up policy is the most important form of security in this country. County policy, no local, local policy is a must. Also, we in the new Nigeria, we want to appeal lip service to the local government. You see, it's very, very important. It's a driving force for grassroots development. The idea of joint accounts is simple increase in the state governments and the governments held on account accounts and they pay government money to their joint accounts. Is it are they crazy? Are they okay? Stifling growth and is preventing the ordinary people from getting dividends of their governance. States should, should be economically independent, totally independent. How can a state have natural resources but cannot utilize it for themselves? You have coal, you have coal in Mati, you have uh, Ordinary, ordinary, yeah. Uh, uh, Can I start it? Cool. Wait for Abuja to come and uh, give you permission. And it will be a waste. It's simply imbecilic. And you have resources that you can't slice. 
power generation tool which should be decentralized. For education, it should be free and uh, compulsory. Yes, as well as healthcare, free and compulsory. We can have our kids or mothers dying because of things as little as malaria and typhoid. That's evil. These are things that we should think that that they're like low hanging fruit that we don't even need rocket science. Education will solve the problem of education will stop the problem of Alamajiri. Yes, education will stop the problem of touting in Lagos. Educate all the Agurus. Just imagine all the Agurus are educated. Would anybody come and stand and read that child in the order, order, order? Well, um, apart from that, we need shelter. Shelter is very important. Yes. Universal education, universal for education, then shelter. At least 10,000 units of two bedroom flats for the poorest among us in every state. Yeah, that's something we're doing in Nigeria. If we, if we tackle housing, tackle healthcare, tackle education, I believe Nigerians will be too, will be too desperate. If not down. Burden on them, show that parents what is the country doing for its citizens? Fiasco, right now, what? Nothing. Okay, apart from giving them houses, you can build 10,000 capacity shops and then give, give it to families, give it to individuals, the poorest of the poor, give them take off loan of 500,000 naira, for example, and the loan will be given by banks, not governments. Make sure we get the data and everything. So we get an uh, account of the whole point of our business. And make sure that we You understand? Do things like housing, like planning house. We say end poverty in Nigeria by 2030. And, and keep it literacy by 2040. When we achieve this, I tell you, crime and corruption will be at the barest minimum. Nobody needs to come forward and join the new revolution. It's an enlightened revolution for the future of our children. But how do we do this? How do we create a long-lasting change and get the desired outcomes we all dream about without shedding blood? Without causing anarchy and fighting war? Without sowing seeds of discord and without making unity impossible? It is by building fraternity, fostering brotherhood and tolerance amongst our countrymen and women, scattered across over 215 distinct tribes and dialects diverse cultures and traditions and the many religions. I tell you my people, we need to replace idea, the idea of armed restoration, armed revolution, to go and rule the light by ideas. If we are united by a dream, the Nigerian dream, we can change the system that we continue to refuse to implement. Replace the idea of forceful takeover with gentle patience and long, long lasting dialogue. Get this 
you can't uh, pursue these desires impatiently. Because I talk the strategic patience, long-term planning, diligence, selfishness, selflessness. Yes. This journey we can report in a multifaceted, multilingual, and very diverse country like Nigeria. You must promote love instead of hate. Because reconciliation is of division. Forgiveness instead of vengeance and above all love. Yeah.